And it's a beautiful day. Yep. To have a beautiful day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On this beautiful day. Good morning, man, that's key. With a loco sapemando. Got the alpha on web three. And it's all on Broadway. Lovely. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Rock radio. Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up, what up? GM, GM. Good morning, good morning. Ah, look at that. What a day is it? What day is it? Monday, September 19th. Oh, how time is flying. 2022. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I would love to tell y'all. That it is another sunny day in Montreal, but it is not. It is not. It has been raining for about 24 hours, maybe more, and it'll be raining for another 24 hours. But hey, it is fall after all. By the end of the day, it is a beautiful day inside my head. And I guess that's all that matters. Golden, good morning. <laughs> GM, man. GM, do you feel that energy? I feel that energy today, man. It's one of those Mondays, man. We're going to get it. I have energy for days. I have energy for weeks. I have energy for months. I have energy for years. Spread it around, pass it around, let everybody hit that thing. Let's go. Hold on, let me put this tweet, this Twitter, tweet, Twitter, tweet, interoperability. I practiced my interoperability over the weekend. Interoperability. It sounds much better. That's that's way better than last week. <laughs> right? I practice. Look, interoperability. I mean, we have, I mean, we have not yet to come on Wednesday, see of Animoca, so I have to practice my interoperability. <laughs> it's a hard word to say head. it's a hard word to say gm 5511 how you doing gm happy monday hell yeah dude i fucking love mondays not gonna lie like i'm hyped up on the monday always always uh we are live let me tweet that out i was just on the phone with, sorry we're late uh was the, <laughs> i was working with mando on the phone and then we're like oh it's 10 35 <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is exciting oh my god exciting 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 only exciting stuff super hyped uh to chat but with y'all this monday ov what's up gm king gm how you guys doing dude fantastic fantastic let me send mando and inv- co-host invite as well we're doing great we're doing very very good look at the fam is all here the show started you know what to do at the top you can retweet you can bottom right you can tell us what's up you can share have a live discussion with us it's another great conversation with great topics what's up mando not much apparently <laughs> i'm good man how are you <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> he's slow on the trigger. He's he's crunching numbers. He's crunching numbers. Amanda's always crunching numbers. That's something you gotta know. He's always he's always got a spreadsheet or some fucking tweet deck, whatever it is. He's I'm you know you can't turn at me all off. times. You can't turn me off. Always building. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but uh, today on the show, really great show as usual, obviously, but. Uh, NFT Macro Weekend Daily Summary. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Not looking great. Uh, but we kind of like, you know, I guess, I don't know about you guys, but kind of was mentally ready for that because of you guys, because of LV. Um, ETH dips, but NFT volumes and floors are up. Look at that. We, we had kind of a healthy weekend-ish on the, on the NFT side, right? Or maybe it's just hopium. I don't know. But it was kind of good. Is the SEC now going to target ETH? Oh, my God. Mando, you got to put those clickbait title out there. Talk about the AC, SEC and stuff just quickly before I go because we just said SEC. 
In case of an investigation by any federal entity or similar, I do not have any involvement with this group or with the people in it. I do not know how I am here. Probably added by a third party. I do not support any members by any actions of this group. There you go. So, that's that. And then... Um, I love that chat G6 for being so quick at adding stuff to the thing. And then, uh, we have getting NFTs in large retail stores and merging physical and digital with the Bugatti group is going to be joining us in the last half hour of the show. This is sponsored spot and I can't wait to chat with them because, um, they're actually Montreal based. Uh, I found that after talking to them, which is pretty cool. So I got to go check out that, 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 that office you got going on, but it's actually interesting, uh, the way you guys are trying to approach NFTs. So that'll be a chat that we'll have after, but, but first we got to get on this market stuff. But just before I go about the market stuff, I do want to say one thing. Today is September 19th. And I woke up this morning. I was like, holy shit. How did I not mention that in the titles? Because I woke up and realized the date this morning. Today was one year exactly until we were sitting on a fine Sunday, uh, Sunday, the whole day, from the morning to the evening. We went for 10 or 12 hours and came up with the idea and the conception of Rug Radio. On Twitter spaces. Today marks exactly one year since that famous POAP, that broke POAP, actually, for the whole day, I'm pretty sure. And it was it was just like this on Twitter spaces. I decided to host a space on a Sunday because I had nothing else to do. And I was all right, this is just go talk about NFTs with everyone. You know, John, Dees, everybody was there. I think 55 11, I'm pretty sure you were there too. And we're just chatting, chatting away, chatting away, chatting away about, you know, about anything. NFTs, how we're going to change the world, about art. Like, it was 10-hour long conversation. So you can imagine we went above, uh, uh, you know, around uh, around town, a lot, a lot of in circles, around a lot of topics. And then, um, you know, came the idea uh, of Rug Radio, which was really funny because we kept getting rugged uh, over and over again. I think over the first few hours, the Twitter spaces had shut down maybe 10 to 12 times. It was awful. And I kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And so I decided, why don't I just call this Rug Radio? Like, this is Rug Radio. We keep getting rugged because I kept saying rugged and back, rugged and back. Let's do a Rug Radio. And then later down, the, down to, towards the nighttime, we were 10 hours in. Somebody in the Discord, so I had created Discord on my birthday last year called House of Farouk. So it was originally called House of Farouk, which is a rebranded to Rug Radio now. But in my Discord said, it's too bad I got to go back to my job. I have to go to sleep to, you know, I have to go to my job tomorrow morning. Um, and um, and I can't keep listening to the conversation and whatnot. The message that JC could probably put up for you guys uh, in two seconds. And then I was like, wait, how do we create something where people can participate and, you know, therefore consume content on spaces about Web3 and NFTs and whatnot, but at the same time get rewarded for participating. I'm not smart enough concept to conceptualize that, but I'm sure somebody out there can, right? Using NFTs, using tokens and whatnot. And this is when John Knopf came on stage and said, well, I know someone, her name is Mel. She's a genius. She's good with tokenomics. You should meet her. So I'm like, okay, Mel, come up on stage. So she gives us a whole like spiel on how we can, you know, through tokens and whatnot and building a DAO from decentralizing media and blah, 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 blah can build this whole thing which is what you're seeing today and then i was like whoa this is genius you hired head of tokenomics and then i was throwing out ideas like who wants to be the head of this head of this head of that and then jeremiah and i was like i need a pull up and then jeremiah went ahead and just made this amazing pull up right away i'm gonna upload it after this and then and then he made the pull up and we crashed pull up and everything but this was the day where the idea of building a web3 decentralized media ecosystem where people will be rewarded for participating within the ecosystem for educating themselves on Web3, on NFTs, on learning, and being able to work within uh, the space. So it's pretty special. Uh, I, I realized that when I woke up this morning, this was the idea. And then obviously it took a few months of, you know, putting our, our brains together, our arms together, and, you know, locking arms and working on it and making it happen. And so we launched later. So our actual birthday for 
the launch was what January 11th. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool when I think about it. I was looking at the pop this morning; it has a date on it. To think that a year ago today um, was the date that we came up with the idea of Rugby Radio. And when you look back at all the things that we've done in the year together, and now you know we do a lot of stuff with Mando and Ovi and a lot of different people that have been added since um, that we work with. It's just it's just quite incredible uh, to think that this all came together in just a year. So sometimes it's good to zoom zoom out and take a step back and realize that you can do a lot in a year, uh, even though sometimes you think that the space wants you to go faster. It's, uh, it's actually pretty fucking crazy. Anyways, that's the end of the rant. <laughs> I had to share that with everyone. It was special. But with that, let's go right into the market report. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. Uh, yeah, hey guys. So I'm going to start with what's going on in traditional markets. And I'll talk about the bloodbath that is... Uh, that's been crypto but um, it's like the same thing that we've seen day in day out um, in traditional markets the main thing that I'm watching here is interest rates um, and they've hit interest rate treasury, US treasury yields have hit new highs again today so two year yields are now 3.96% or almost at 4% uh, five years are at 3.7% 10 years at 3.5% these are all levels that are like through well through the highs of the year and the highest levels we've seen since pre-financial crisis. If you just take a step back, like you can earn four percent on like uh, the risk-free interest rate backed by the full faith of the of the U.S. government, like four <laughs> percent over two years for risk-free rate. If you think about how insane that is, versus like all the random shit coins that we trade and NFTs and all that kind of stuff, and you're like guaranteed to earn four percent, basically risk-free. It kind of tells you why we've seen such a big sell-off and everything else. But um, you know, that's like. It's on the one hand, it's worrying. On the other hand, I think it's pretty much expected. The big event we have this week is um, the Fed interest rate decision. And then we'll get like a press conference and um, more communication from from the chairman, uh, Jerome Powell. I think the expectation is for there to be another 75 basis point hike. Um, I think there's a lot of talk about it being a 100 bit hike. I don't personally think it really makes a difference whether it's 75 or 100. I think 100 is actually better than 75 because... Uh, I think they need to be more aggressive in terms of controlling the current inflation narrative. But I think what's more important is uh, what they say at the press conference. So like commentary on how long the hikes will continue for, commentary on the magnitude of the hikes, commentary on if their view on inflation has changed in the near term or the medium term, and commentary on if their view on the economy has changed in the medium term as well. And remember, like, I think the last Fed meeting, not Jackson, before Jackson Hole, the last Fed meeting, people came away feeling a little bit more dovish because we had some weaker economic data. Um, since then, the economic data has all, all actually been quite strong. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they say out of that. But any any commentary, I think, is going to be the thing that will move markets. Um, but yeah, like on the back of that, like equities are kind of unchanged. Oil's lower. Crypto's had a decent sell-off. It seems to be led by um, ETH. ETH, I think, was just trading as low as 12.75 earlier when I woke up this morning. Just seems like a massive, like, buy the rumor, sell the news, post-merge like ETH has actually underperformed pretty much everything on my screen um you know Bitcoin I think was as low as like almost 18k it's back up to 19 and a half k um but like some most of the altcoins on my screen actually aren't really that much lower like um some of them like ApeCoin is actually up it's up like 10% today um it seems to really be like an ETH focused ETH led sell-off uh which maybe is done now I'm not really sure like we trade it down we trade it back up and maybe it's just like people trying to cash in on the airdrop or not getting the 
um, the result they wanted to see post-merge. Um, but that's pretty much it. I think crypto should really trade with macro from here, and we'll see what happens uh, on Wednesday. So the meeting starts tomorrow. It's a two-day meeting, and then we get the interest rate decision on Wednesday, and then the press conference on Wednesday as well. Uh-oh. Well, that, I don't like the sound of that, first of all. And second of all, um, we have Wizard of So on stage. It's kind of dangerous. I'm not going to lie. Wizard, good morning. <laughs> what's up? What's up? How's your knee doing? Good, man. Chilling. Just uh, watching this huge uh, green candle on uh, all assets. Every time every time uh, Ovi speaks on the show, there is. If you look at the 15-minute chart on anything, but obviously we're looking at ETH most of the time on this show. Uh, you know, every time Ovi speaks, uh, there's there's this green candle. But the other day, Mando took over the, the report because for some reason, Ovi decided to dish the show and go to Birmingham. I don't know what else is there besides Peaky Blinders. Uh, and uh, and we got a big red candle during the market report. So, you know, I just want to say, Ovi, uh, it was your fault. I know we like to blame me around here, but yeah, blame OSF. Wizard, what about your end? I like I like when you come here, here and there, you know, you grace us with our, your presence and give us a little market uh, report here. What, what, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? Uh, you know, pretty in line with what Ovi said, to be honest. I don't really have anything that I would uh, give a rebuttal to. I think the market's kind of pricing in. Obviously, 75 bips is what's priced in. Uh, I think it's like 10 or 20% maybe for um, uh, 100 basis point, which I, I, I think that's like like basically close to impossible uh, that it'll happen. But I mean, if it does happen, then the market is just going to be completely destroyed. So I think Fed wants order in the market. So I don't think they're going to do anything like crazy like that. So I think that the mar- market's actually kind of pricing in um, that uh, it's going to be 75 bips, uh, which I think the Fed's going to do. But it's also pricing in a hawkish Fed uh, guidance. So I think they're going to give guidance that, listen, it's the last CPI was pretty bad. Uh, and we, I think it's going to be like, if, if you remember like the, the Jackson Hole, kind of how he came out and just brought, like, you know, the fucking chainsaw to the market. I think it's going to be kind of that, like that, but maybe, like, part two. Like, but essentially, like, yo, you guys are still buying. Like, you didn't learn your lesson. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I think that's what... But I think the market's already pricing in. So, if he doesn't come in that hot and, like, aggressive, then I think the risk might be to the upside now just because market's down so much, right? So, if he does not come in hawkish, uh, market's quite short here. Uh, I think you could see like a small technical rally if uh, he does not come in as hawkish as expected. But if he if he delivers on the hawkishness, we get the 75 basis points. I mean, I think there's a lot more pain ahead. I mean, like, you know, we just said two year notes at four percent. I mean, like, I, I don't know how long like you guys people have been watching like rate markets. Like it's literally like I think it's like a, like 10, 15, 20 year high. It's like the last it was like three percent in 2018 when Yellen was raising rates and she did it by mistake if she wasn't supposed to <laughs> but uh now like this is like it's like like two year notes at four percent are like very 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 bad like you get risk like why would you buy a stock uh, or any risk asset when you can get four percent by you know like the full fate of the u.s government like like gemini gives you 7.15 percent if you put your stables in like ave and them are giving you what like 0.15 like 0.2 percent like the best safest crypto uh, stable farming assets are giving you um you know uh like what like four or five like the best of the best is giving you four or five percent maybe six percent um so, I mean, the fact that you can get two-year locked 4% right now uh, is like absolutely insane. So, 
Uh, I think there's, I think definitely think there's a lot of pain ahead, unfortunately. But uh, we might see we're seeing a little bit of technical rally today, and we might see if uh, you know Fed comes in less hawkish. That's kind of it for me. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Uh, nobody, you know, the market's kind of like the weather over here today. It's kind of gray and sad. Just tears coming out of the sky. Um, <laughs> macro NFTs. <laughs> macro NFTs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to put that one up right now. Hold on. Let me tweet that one up right now. That way it's done. I think Shout I out to Flip Finance. I think I drove Mando crazy all weekend with my tweets. I think he muted me or something. I don't know. Uh, but um... <laughs> You said you're going to do them all week now. I'm just like, oh, God. Well, well except... <laughs> Dude, what's crazy is how much fucking engagement these things get. Maybe we're not in a bear market. Maybe... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Bro, come on, man. Film NFTs. Anyways, so... <laughs> on the... Hey, 200 punks agree. By the way, Stopi, I like how you, you lasted about, like, two hours with the pro PFP change. She's like, yo, this new clone is my identity, bro. Like, that's it. Like, that's the angel clone. It matches my eyes. Like, you know, it's that, that's it. I'm going to, like, because it's just brown, dude. I don't know. I was fucking with the tough, <laughs> and I was like, this, I don't know. I don't really like this guy that much. I'm going back. Oh, my God. Love that it. looks pretty nice. It does look nice. <laughs> this is very cute, by the way. Uh, what's your, what's your rock right now? I love it. Uh, Mando, on the NFT side, I mean, we, we actually saw quite some movement um, over the weekend. Man, I just keep on getting slow rugged here. Um, yeah, it was um, it was pretty decent. I thought. Uh, I think you saw flaws of most things uh, seem to go quite a bit higher. Zuki kind of led it um, on Friday, kind of Saturday morning, went above ten ETH, and then pretty much everything else seemed to go through a little bit of a rally. I think uh, Board H went up to about sixty-five. Uh, sorry, seventy-five. Zuki was like ten and a half. Moonbirds came back above ten. Doodles, I think, went up to about eight, and it just felt generally better across across the board. I think a few things uh, ripped. Rec guy got up to 0.3, 0.35, I think, even at one stage, um, and there was just a decent amount of volume came back. I, I thought initially that was that was kind of in response to the to the merge. It does feel like if you take a step back, maybe people aren't as wary of of using liquidity into the merge, um, so. Maybe you're going to start seeing people start to spend the ETH a little bit more. I mean, there's just different ways to get wrecked, it feels like, in this market. But it did feel as though people were spending it maybe a little bit more. And it just felt like engagement was higher, volumes were higher, floor, floor prices were higher over the weekend. And then on Sunday, everything, uh, when ETH dropped, what was it, like 15% at one stage overnight? Uh, I think that kind of took the wind out of the sails uh, a little bit. And this morning, it feels like everything's a little bit soggier. Um, and drifting a little bit lower, but it definitely was a was a was a better weekend. And I do think if you take a step back, that's going to be maybe a bit of a trend, which I had underestimated that people are less wary of um, of the long term technicals on ETH after the merge. Now it feels like that that trade maybe has played out. Yeah, I think we were talking about that Friday, right? We were saying how if, I don't know if it was Friday or Thursday, but maybe like the once the merge settles. Price of ETH is going to be extremely volatile, and especially the timeline is like, man, the timeline is so negative. Holy shit! Uh, but it, it's it's really wild. Like both like crypto Twitter influencers, like on NFT Twitter and whatnot, it's uh, it's pretty pretty dark. But it's uh, once ETH price settles ish, which is going to be hard. I don't think it settles, but you guys know better than me. Um, it's uh, we're going to see more movement on NFTs. I think a lot of NFT people being not crypto native we're also waiting to see whatever happens with the merge like a lot of people are just scared you know trading into the merge we already talked about that oh, it was thursday we talked about it because we talked about ovi not wanting to do any transactions for like all day 
Uh, and then, <laughs> but then, um, but there is some movement. I mean, it's good to see, uh, it's good to see ETH floors, um, NFT floors uh, rise up. What happened? Was there any news on the Azuki side? It's just like, I mean, that community is just relentless and extremely strong, which is obviously good to see. Um, no matter how much FUD, you know, you can throw away of a project, when the community is strong, it's very fucking strong. And that'll that'll just, that won't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, it, it won't really, uh, that'll be the last thing that will, like, hold the community together and the project together. I think it's pretty cool to see. I mean, Azuki ripped. Um, it's it's just, a weird one, Azuki, because it feels as though it's got this a bit of this dark cloud over it because of obviously what happened with Saga and, like, when that came out. Uh, people's perception of the project changed but that community actually is is really very does love strong. the yep. project and is, is is very very strong and there was a lot of talk about when renga came out that you know anime might be the style that um appeals to the broadest base um in this in this uh nft community and i think that that real like reawakened the um azuki community for sure um and then there's lots of them and cats i just keep on hearing like random rumors about stuff potentially happening so both of those um cool cats and the zuki seem to have done well over the last few sessions i actually i think i saw like vayner sports passports and cool cats today so i don't know if anything's happening there but azuki obviously there was recent um we already had kind of recent indications that they might be doing some form of a raise and uh i i would be very unsurprised if you hear some more stuff going forward yeah, no, that would not surprise us. Remember, I mean, we they kind of like alluded. I don't know if they alluded to that or not, but we had a topic about that as well. Um, so Azuki ripped the ten ETH. I don't know where it's at now. Let me check. Maybe a little under it, but it was a big. It was a big one. Uh, oh, it's it is at ten ETH. So Azuki floor is back to ten ETH. I mean, you, you love to see projects go by double digits. The cats, yeah, that the cats ripped. I think on was it Friday or Saturday. They went from a little under two ETH. I think they bottomed around one nine, one eight, and then they went all the way up to two eight. They're at two seventy nine right now, so solid two eight floor uh, on that front. Maybe rumors, maybe whatnot. But they they announced Town Hall on Wednesday, so so we'll see what's good there um, uh, on that front. What am I looking? At? I know the the um, the where my vans go zero, which was had a ten day auction settled yesterday. So six going to ask six five two nine capital. They picked up where my vans go number zero for hundred ETH. Uh, which was cool to see. Um, and then the whole Digidaigaku ecosystem is crushing it. Like if you look at tw up 25%, they even had their airdrop. And even with that, the floor went back to like 14 ETH. And with the airdrop, if I'm not mistaken, if you add them up together, you're looking at a floor around 19 ETH uh, between the Digidaigaku main collection and, and their, their airdrop collection. So they're continuing to just trailblaze and just crush it uh, on that front. Rengas, the, Renga had a, obviously a pullback with normal uh, but it's still 1.2 ETH, like, still above 1 ETH. Um, clones down on the news that Sobe bought another one. Um, Doodles, wow, Doodles, oh. <laughs> Doodle, oh, wait, he left. Damn, that was out of pocket then. I'm sorry. I thought he was here. Um, and then, <laughs> um, Mebits, stable coin, still above 3.5, 3.3. Three. Uh, and then you have, what, the Moonbird's back above, what, almost 11. Um, the Black Box had quite a pullback at 2.1. I'm just looking at the stuff we were talking about last week. It's all the yeah. same stuff. Um, um, Feeboke Paint as well has done pretty well over the last yeah. few sessions. I think that's up to like 0.5 ETH now. Decent volume there. Um, but it's really good. Yeah, that's always good to see. It's definitely been a bit of a return to those sort of artist-led yeah. projects after Renga did so well. I mean, Feeboke um, Paint is doing good because also, like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Siwa has been leaking stuff in his... Uh, uh, in his uh, Discord, so he 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 goes on Discord a lot, and he tweet he posts like what where he's at where where he's at with the fuels. Um, obviously, I I speak from a from a 
from a position where I am aware of like some somewhat of what's coming together so i can't really go in depth but like what's cool to see from the fewer sides like he's really treating this as like an art project because it is an art project he's an artist and said that they won and you're like what five months into the sale that was in what february if i'm not mistaken on nftla uh and and you're you know he's he's obviously leading up to the end of the year he's been sharing a lot so it's just pretty cool i mean we all know he's working on fuels it's no secret um that was what was announced early on so i know if you had even to- prior to his to the like yeah. announcements those things have got like constant consistent offers yeah, throughout ne- the whole bear market yeah so in in eth price um i know that's different because in dollar price it's different but in eth price they never dipped under like mint price so i think if you look at mint price it was a thousand dollars at three thousand ETH. so it was about what 0.33 and i don't think they ever really dipped under that um so it's still what i'm looking at it right now it's a half an ETH, what, 0.48 ETH. So that's what it's at right now. Though, obviously, ETH uh, tanked a lot, so which kind of sucks. But it is what it is. So that's um, that's what it is. It's good to see. Um, definitely good to see the fuel paint uh, do well. It was fun to see the red guy run over the weekend, guys. It was it was, it was was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what was it? You guys were up, like, what, 80% on, on, on Saturday? Or what was it? It was one of those days. I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday. I go on flips, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> red guy up 80%. It didn't mean coming. Oh, Seth, maybe you want to talk about it. Yeah, honestly, it was, it's kind of weird. Like, I think um, you, have, you have to pretend, like, I didn't, I'm not a founder of the project here when I, when I speak, because otherwise it just sounds like I'm, I'm shelling it. But, like, genuinely, like, I think it's been one of the, the strongest communities that I've seen because like the whole concept of it is like about getting wrecked right so no one has these expectations of like you know higher floor prices it almost feels like no one's really in it to make money like everyone buys one comes and hangs out in discord just talks about like how badly they've been wrecked this year and that's basically what the community has um like organically grown on so like it's been like I've honestly like when we went through talking with DJs like people complain and stuff I've never like seen an NFT project where there's just been zero complaints and everyone's just like happy to like be there getting wrecked and stuff. So we've been watching it and, um, you know, the lot, like a lot of rep guys change hands at like 0.2 ETH or whatever. And I think like two or three of the servers basically got cleared out um, just before the weekend and the community have been putting out threads on it, writing daily market updates on it, et cetera. And um, it's just kind of, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of MF is really where it's just like grown quite organically to be something potentially bigger than, uh, like myself or Mando or the creators it's just become its own thing and um, there was just a really cool buzz over the, over the weekend like I was actually out the whole weekend uh, playing golf really badly and I came back <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> well I came back, I was like, the golf course. yeah like, we, like me and Mando came back to the screens like fucking hell like what's what the hell is going on in a rec guy like why, why is it up so much um, but it's just, one of the, it's just one of those things like when you when you end the year of 2022 and you're like which NFTs commemorate what happened in 2022 i think i think that's one of them like mm-hmm. that literally depicts and and um resembles like the concept of losing money getting wrecked having a tough time but like kind of still clinging on and surviving and that's the idea behind it and i think that's what it will be known for forever and look like crypto doesn't really matter if you're in a bull market or a bear market people are always just getting wrecked people are always fucking up losing money getting rugged or whatever and i think um it's just quite nice to have like nft that kind of resembles that with out like trying to pitch you this crazy roadmap or p2e gaming or token all this kind of stuff it's just like this is what it is like just if you get wrecked buy one <laughs> like that's basically it yeah it's uh i i like it a lot i mean i obviously have my red guys that i minted using my dgens and everything but it's uh it's just fun i um uh, 
it's uh there is definitely like this feeling <laughs> of like getting wrecked and just getting wrecked guys um i saw a golden hoodie i need to get my hands on the golden hoodie ones but damn these are expensive now like it's crazy <laughs> you guys got your own like little like communities being formed within the right guy ecosystem but i'm looking at activity you had quite a weekend bro this is crazy there's a lot of sales it's like never ending um you know uh radio is doing well too dude we're fucking crushing it you know what i mean like i'm i mean i'm glad it's our one year idea uh anniversary since our the conception of the idea but look like what 1.3 percent listed as usual very low listings and just like you know working away and just you know day after day we had town hall last friday which was really really good as usual updating the community on what's, what's going on behind the scenes and we we had we added another um another team member we hired jess uh which is really cool so she's going to be working on a whole like rewards program system for rug radio holders and con- uh, contributors as well and with our with our rug token because i can finally add some utility to our token as well so it's pretty cool and then you know we're going to be using uh you're going to see a lot more of us on on social platforms across all social platforms she's going to be helping us with with some of that and the golden is going to help us even more now so it's pretty cool golden's on stage right now with us but it's really cool it's good to see like you know i think honestly guys like it's just like we kind of been talking about this for months now it's just like at some point it's gonna hit and then all these projects can be very successful and people are like wow wait why didn't you tell me about it we're like well writing was kind of on the wall the entire time it's just a matter of like i think it's a matter of when you know if we just keep pushing towards the right direction you know things will uh things will just keep um you know keep keep going up keep, keep doing well and you know keep um keep working on our way you know that's how i see it personally but yeah i wish What's, that what pfp is golden what right now golden to jadu did you get a michael bay one? yeah i no i don't think it's a michael bay one but he kind of has like an iron man looking suit and a cool little headdress but yeah they they, they all revealed last week and uh their their community's like thriving man they they have a lot of uh positive activity yeah, they're crushing it. Um, Assad is very good at building community. So what they did with their were their jetpacks back then and their hoverboards, and like when you go into Discord, it's a very dedicated community that they've built over something that's not a PFP, which is really impressive in this market. It's like, uh, it's always been about the PFP communities. And then I actually got lucky. So I got mine not because of the mint. I gave we gave four hundred forty four to our holders, which is really fun. But I've been a holder of theirs for over a year now. So I got my airdrop and I got a Michael Bay one. Not super rare. But it's kind of like Murakami, where like you have a trait, um, so it's um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, they, they did well. I saw some rug video holders. One of them, actually, a rug video holder, minted. So he minted his, and then he got a super rare one, and he sold it and he bought more rugs. I was like, okay, well there you go. Well that works out pretty well. <laughs> you know, you curate like good projects. You give a lot list to our community, and then you know they. <laughs> We're given that they're good projects because we go through them a lot. Like they just buy more rugs after that. So that works out. <laughs> the math, the math, um, really checks out uh, on 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 this end of the spectrum. Anyway, so let's uh, let's segue into the into the next topic that that we that we had over here. I mean, we kind of kind of talked already about like you know the the ETH dip and NFT volumes and floors going up. But you know, maybe I could you know reiterate here and, and double down. Amanda, what are your what are your thoughts here coming? You know, as uh, you, you know, you know how the market's headed. It's not great. What do you think? Um, what are you thinking? I think macro is really, really bad right now. Um, it's 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 worse than it was when we were much lower um, in ETH back in uh, back in June. Um, the only thing that's better is oil prices, but but rates are at much worse levels. So I don't I don't think you should make any like 
broad-based statements about what I think is going to happen. I do think that what I just said in terms of the trend of people less likely to hold on to their ETH or like more likely to try and um, seeing better returns maybe in, in some NFT investing might come back. Um, but it's, it's very difficult to say. Like There's so many moving parts right now. But that trend that we saw over the weekend, I think you could begin to see that again. Like The base case... Um, reason that people were holding on to liquidity was this like concept of the merge was going to take it to like 3000 or whatever and if that's in the back window i think people will be like right well i might be i might have more of an edge trading nfts than i do trying to play for the ethereum merge yeah it's um it's it's gonna be interesting to watch the market in the next uh next couple couple of days weeks um wouldn't be surprised if if things just like hang around a certain price um i think projects also are all due for like not announcements, but like, just like we just said, you know how like Red Guy is doing good. I I like to think we're doing really good. Like it's very active. You always see these bot bids come in. You always seeing sales. It's just healthy. I'm not saying I don't think we're doing great. We're just, I think it's we're doing it's healthy. Especially given the macro and the NFT and the crypto market environment, I wouldn't be surprised if like some of the bigger projects like you're seeing things they've been working on. I mean, because a lot of projects claim they've been just working all summer and they've been doing a lot of different things, blah blah blah, and not a lot of announcements on that front, but like because it takes time to build. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, headed towards Q4, uh, which is very soon. We're already almost finished September, y'all, which is wild. But uh, heading into Q4, if we see a, uh, quite some movement on, on some NFTs. I don't know, Ovi, what do you think? Because um, it feels like a lot of people have just been kind of like, I mean, the claims are that everyone's been building during the bear. So you'd like to assume that by year end, there's going to be somewhat of announcements uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just, I'm just being serious. Like some sort of like announcements, you know, coming through or just, you know, uh, different things coming out. Yeah, I just think um, I think any project that has a community that still like exists right now that is relatively happy and still shows up every day. I think these are the ones that will be worth a lot when we are back on the upturn. And like there are some creators who are genu genuinely out there building and have been smart about how to use treasury funds and have had genuine intentions. And there are some that I think um, have not been genuine. They, they tend to be rugs. And there are some that I think are, are like a little bit lost, like not for lack of, um, you know, having the right intentions, but like, you know, didn't do the right things and didn't take the right steps. Now they're kind of like wondering what to do in the bear market, especially when they don't have this like running royal, royalty revenue stream now because volumes are down so much. Um, but the main thing is like, you know, this whole stuff, this is such a like, mean and cliche to say but everything in this space like the strongest things are always community driven so things like projects where you see either creators or founders or community just showing up every day and have a presence on twitter i think that stuff's going to be worth a lot um in the future because it just shows like this resilience or this like inability to die and like you know carry on going through regardless of any market condition and not needing not needing to have a bull market to have a community that um exists and works so look i think there's like there's there's that, that can be said for a, a, a wide range of different projects now and um, it's just a question of like when that upturn comes back again and look there are like the good thing is there are funds right now like there are a lot of there are, I would say a handful of NFT funds who are deploying capital and like some of these guys are buying stuff like one on one art and grails some of these guys are big buying big Sotheby's sale last week right yeah exactly big Sotheby's sale last week like this, this stuff is going on so I don't think it's a case of like all hope is lost I'm actually really impressed by how well the NFT market is held up. Like I would have expected, given everything that's happened, I would have expected it to be a lot, lot lower. Um, but it just goes to show you like maybe a lot of sales are cleared out. Maybe the guys left holding actually want to hold and don't need to sell. And, you know, maybe that means like 
I don't know if I would bottom me out as a strong thing to say, but you know, maybe it shows that there's, there is some hope for projects that I think have been smart about using this time. Are you all hearing this? He said there's hope. All right, insert the whatever you know. That, a re- really small amount of hope. You know, enjoy your <laughs> tiny amount. Yes, Mike has this bot like okay soon whatever uh, hopium add uh, this. Can you do it with red guy? Just add the hopium bottle. <sighs> He's like taking it in. No, I'm kidding. I actually agree with what OSF is saying. Personally speaking, it's like they've been stale. Like you know how like everyone said like you saw the Artnet article. You saw all these people like piling up, piling up, piling up, piling up. Like all these things saying how like this whole industry is dead. But for some reason. We're still here, you know? We're still here. We're still doing our thing. As a matter of fact, y'all, remember I sent you guys over the weekend an article? I wanted to quickly talk about it because I know we're going to talk about the ETH thing and I'm going to have um, Bugatti come on stage. Did you guys see the article I sent you over the weekend? It was so funny to see Bloomberg covering. And, and it, that was, it wasn't negative, actually. It was, let me find it again. I want to pin it because I sent you guys just a link to the article and a link to the tweet on the chat. Uh, but they were talking about how the ETH price, it, the the NFT prices were, were booming and stuff like that on Bloomberg Crypto. So that was pretty funny. Did you guys see that? Maybe not. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> it was in, it said, there it is. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. So it said, it's on Bloomberg.com. It says, uh, it says, hard hit NFT see surge in sales after Ethereum merged. Board Ape Yacht Club CryptoPunk sales soars, demands jump. Global NFT sales declined 675% from August last year. And then they wrote this article, which was actually not like negative or positive per se, but they're just covering NFT as like this other asset class per se. So that's what struck me with it. And I thought it was cool because like I'm scrolling down my feed and see Bloomberg is like mostly like, you know, the S&P and that market and or maybe Bitcoin and Ethereum and like the, the Bitcoins and whatever. They're talking about those. But to see them just covering um nfts like that like oh board ape has another asset class or like oh like crypto blah, blah blah i just thought it was cool and and for once it wasn't like oh we're gonna diminish nfts oh they're down let's put them down bad like even more it's like okay yeah this is the stats they're down 675 but there are some cell phone the ethereum merchant stuff so i thought i don't know I, I i like this shift i like this shift uh when it comes to the narrative hopefully uh you know hopefully it uh, it stays that way I just don't know if the tweet is still up there. I'm still trying to find it. Uh, maybe they deleted it. But the article is still up. So if you look up Bloomberg, <laughs> hard hit NFT, see surge in sales after Ethereum merge, you're going to be able to, to see that. So anyways, let's segue to this topic, right, uh, uh, Mando? Because I know you, you put it there. Is the SEC now going to target ETH? And because I put this damn uh, tweet out with uh, on my page with, with this title, I'm getting promoted tweets about it. So now I need to hear more about this, Mando. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit of a an interesting turn. Like, obviously, in the past, the uh, SEC has publicly stated that it thinks that Bitcoin is a commodity, or at least the previous um, the previous head of the SEC uh, said that, and said that they didn't think that um, ETH was a security. They also thought it was would be treated like a commodity. Since then, you've heard very little, and you've now had a new head of the SEC called Gary Gensler, who's kind of got an ex-Trabby background and has a pretty dim view um, across the board for most crypto coins. There was some talk um, after ETH moved to proof of proof of work that, sorry, proof of stake, that this would reopen the um, the case that it could be deemed a security. And I, th- I think there was a leaked document which got sent to the Wall Street Journal 
which was written by Gary Gensler, or at least quoted Gary Gensler, who said that this might mean that it passed the um, one of the Howie tests. The Howie test is, is um, tests which deem whether something can be treated like a security. Now, that would not be great. Obviously, the SEC is currently um, fighting against Ripple right now, XRP, uh, around their token. It looks highly likely that they will probably not win uh, that court case, or at least they might not lose. It might just be left kind of without judgment, but it doesn't look like they're going to win. But there is some light talk that now they might look at Ethereum and other proof of um, proof of stake coins. Now, the reason this is, is because if you are deemed to benefit um, from the future, uh, a future income stream by holding the asset, then it can be deemed um, potentially a security. Now, for me, this is pretty loose, but I'm not a lawyer. We might need to get the lawyers on. But the the concept is is that because you are you can stake the coin, um, and then you can earn a return from the um, the the pooling contract or the stakers. Um, that this could be deemed uh, a share of their profits of that of that pool. Um, people like Lido, etc. Now, I don't think this is gonna this is gonna happen. I think it would be um, a pretty aggressive turn, and I don't think Ethereum, particularly because it wasn't didn't begin its life as a security as well, it'd be very difficult for for them to suddenly um, turn and say it is now. But a lot of Bitcoin max, maximalists came out and were like, this is a big issue, and it did coincide, obviously, with Ethereum getting absolutely hammered. Um, and I'm not sure if the market is reaching for a narrative, but there is some talk that, that that might be part of the reason why we saw such an underperformance of ETH, because there would be questions around it being um, that it could be the next thing that the SEC looks at. Now, um, that would be a very, very big case for the SEC to go after. I think they've got a better chance of maybe going after a smaller a smaller coin and trying to win, because they obviously went after Ripple and it looks like they haven't won. But um, it would be interesting to see how that develops over the coming months. Um, Gary Gensler is not a very popular person in the crypto community already, and this would make him incredibly unpopular. And I also don't necessarily think that the legislative arms of the U.S. government would would actually be uh, in favor of this either, given given the stance has generally been okay towards Ethereum so far, but not against some other coins. Um, but yeah, remains to be seen. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. I don't know if Fabi, you have any uh, any thoughts on that as well. I did see that. I thought it was so lame. What was it? Was it Sailor that was now like? Was it? it did, did this? This all sparked up after a tweet from Sailor, no? Well, that it actually was... sparked off after a leaked document to the Wall Street Journal, which then Sailor obviously reposted. But no, this this yes. this was a Wall Street Journal article. Obi, what are your thoughts here? I mean, you've worked in TradFi and all that stuff. You dealt with securities a lot. Yeah, I think to say it's a security, I think is clutching at straws. There's obviously like, there's two people, two types of people that want it down here, like people who want to regulate it, and then Bitcoin maxis like Sailor. So I think, um, look, if you can't get the Ripple thing over the line and it's still ongoing, think about how long that's, that case has been ongoing for as well, by the way. It's like at least two, maybe two and a half years or something. And the SEC like, is actually taking L's on that front. And the, and the SEC is like struggling on that front, exactly. So I think... Um, you know, based on that, I, d I wouldn't be like, uh, personally, I'm not really too worried about this. There you go. Non-event, everyone. Keep buying ETH, please. We need it to go up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, man, 
that, wait, hold up. Don't fire the advice, of course. I'm not. I'm not gonna cue in the. <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna cue in the. Um, I'm not gonna cue in the, the 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 thing we got going on. The disclaimer. But anyways, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, this is good. Um, I don't think you know. We'll see what happens there. But it's just funny now that it's also like Bitcoin Maxi is taking that narrative, saying that our good old Ethereum is nothing but a security and that it should be regulated and whatnot. So it's just uh, it's just funny to see um to see things head that way. Uh, besides that, I mean, over the weekend we saw quite some movement uh, across collection and whatnot. Um, anything else to expect over the week that you guys are seeing or no? I don't think there's anything like any major mints, news, updates, aside like you said, there's like a two-day, uh, the whole macro stuff. Um, besides that, I know Colcats have a, have a tunnel on Wednesday regarding their collection, so we'll see what that is about. That was what the pump was for this weekend. And then on the other side, I don't know if other collections have any big news. I know Tyler Hobbs has a new drop coming up, which is awesome, but he'll come on, on, on Raguido tomorrow to speak with us tomorrow morning. Super excited about, but anything you guys are, are looking uh, are looking forward to or any news that you guys are looking looking forward to as well? Not really. I can't think of anything else. I think the other big thing that I said last time is like ape staking and a few good assets rally. Maybe that can be a tailwind for the whole NFT market, but... Um, there is an AIP actually. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, there is an AIP. I know for the staking, so we're waiting for some ape coin and whatnot. Uh, but there is this. I think it's Magic Eden that said they would build a uh, a. Uh, I'm gonna find it right now. A marketplace for for apes. And if I'm not mistaken, this actually ends this week. Uh, the proposal that they put forward. Um, and so there it is. So. It's uh, AIP98, which is a community-first ApeCoin DAO marketplace proposal and brand decision. So it's um, there is there is also the talks of this marketplace that is probably gonna come uh, that is probably gonna come sooner rather than later. But there's a couple of them. So there's a lot of different things. Actually, there's two. Wow, there's two with two days left. There are two marketplaces, uh, marketplace AIPs that are set up right now. The Magic Eden one has. 681k ape coin against it and 331k oh wow i didn't realize that it's actually 67 percent um against this marketplace i don't know what's going to happen there i'm actually curious to see um you know when you know board apes are going to have their own marketplace with ape coin integrated in there with rewards and whatnot i don't know mando i saw you on mute for a second about that i think i think you'll no not necessarily not... anything for the week but that too if you want no, I think it's going to be a relatively um, relatively quiet week this week. Um, I, do, I haven't really seen any, any like big mints coming up or, or, or not. I do agree that, that that's probably one of the main things that could happen out of, out of nowhere. Um, that That's kind of it, I think. It's usually like that with Yuga as well. Um, also, we do have Franklin coming on uh, with Thursday. And Mando, I don't know if you saw, he went into your wallet and he only saw 71 apes. So that led me to think this morning that I was lied to this entire time and that I have been lying to our audience. Do you guys only have 71 and not 72 apes? No, nope, we have 72 apes. Okay, well... Uh, it's because uh, we, 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 we took one out to get um, tickets for Ape Fest. I think we have a, didn't put it back in. So. <laughs> well, you got to put it back in because Franklin is coming on Thursday and he wants to make a slideshow. Uh <laughs> It's true. It's true. And that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. It's gonna be an exciting week ahead of rugby. We have Tyler Hobbs tomorrow. We have Yatsi one Wednesday. We have Franklin on Thursday, and we have another awesome project that's coming on, sponsoring us on Friday. And with that, I'll definitely segue here. We do have the Bugatti Group 
uh, on stage here uh, to chat with us and ISM Toys. What's up, fam? How y'all doing? GM. GM, GM. It's great to be on Rug. Good morning. Good morning, Farouk. Pleasure to be here with you guys. GM. Hey, yo. It's excited to have y'all. Uh, not to be mistaken with Bugatti, the car maker. I'm already seeing some tweets uh, under the under the <laughs> under the announcement, which is pretty funny. And then someone even asked about the the history of it all. So actually, I'm, I, I, we'll go there. We'll go there. And, and actually, I think we should even start with that before we talk about you know what you guys are are up to it in the space. Obviously, like I think I've talked about this a lot with Mando and Ovi on the stage. Like we're we're like we like to see like different use cases for NFTs. Like when we had the barrel guys or like even like Wizard was here with his winery and, and a bunch of other people doing like like, you know, um intertwining like physical and digital, but also brands that have had this large presence in web one, actually, I think. You guys were that you were founded in nineteen forty. So maybe Bugatti Group, um whoever's behind that account, um, if you wanna maybe give an intro to like what the Bugatti Group is and like, you know, how long you've been running for and kind of like what you've been doing, and then we'll talk about like the whole Web3 part of how you guys are entering the space. Absolutely. Let's get right into it. So I'll give you guys a quick rundown on uh, who Bugatti Group is. To clear the confusion, it's not the cars. It's the same name. There's a coexisting agreement to use uh, the same name, yet we don't have any uh, you know, works in the in the vehicle space what we are is we were incorporated in 1940 we take care of all the fashion we have we're worldwide we have partners in europe that take care of all the clothing side we here in north america take care of all the the luggage handbags and and so on so ever since 1940 we've been building through web one web two um in web two in today's age we have 12 brands we have some license deals, part of those brands. We own the rights to the Reebok luggages, Reebok duffels. We have the whole line for the Rolling Stones. We have the whole line for the Blackpink, which is the K-pop uh, group. Um, and a, f- a few more that are very interesting. And we are also with some of our brands in most major retailers across the, the world. And uh, that's a quick little... 360 on what we do and 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 now we're getting into the web3 space so i'll pass the mic back to you uh farouk yeah it's awesome no it's like you've probably seen it right like if you if you've ever went about luggage in your life and then you've seen bugatti <laughs> i mean especially here i don't know much i mean you guys i just found out you're montreal based so it makes sense now that in every single shopping mall i see you guys uh and so if you if you, you've seen it around if, if you've if you shopped around for so suitcases, uh, you've seen the Bugatti group around. And so you guys are you guys are entering the space now, which is interesting. So obviously, um, I think it's a trend that we're gonna see um that we're gonna see a lot. Um that we're gonna see a lot uh, coming into the space is like brands that already have existing revenue, existing, you know, like everything. Like you've you've have it you've have it you have it all streamlined, you've already have the business and just try to find a way to enter the space. So maybe you guys wanted to like introduce, you know, what you're what you're trying to do. Uh, in Web3. I know ISM Toys, you know, the boys at ISM Toys are helping out with all this and, and they're awesome. Those are the people that, uh, they sent me a toy of my cool cat. It's not really a toy, it's like this really cool statue. I don't know if you guys saw uh, most recently at East Toronto uh, where Vitalik received his own like uh, a sculpture of himself. That's ISM Toys that, that made them and it's uh, it was really cool to see. So maybe um, ISM Toys, actually before I go into Bugatti Group's like Web3 endeavors, why don't we talk about you guys and what you guys are up to in the space? Sure. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. Um, yeah, like in terms of what we're doing, we, 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 
we've been focusing a lot in terms of building partnerships with like great communities like Fishy Fam, uh, Space Riders, Fame Lady Squad, and working with Bugatti and kind of like helping introduce them into Web3. Uh, we had a, a great partnership and we started kind of like making their toys. And then you know, we had a conversation about, you know, if we're going to be working together, why don't we invest in communities and work with partnerships and kind of get them all excited and and whatnot. So it's it's been a, a crazy, uh, uh, you know, eight, nine months since we've been existing. Uh, Ricardo, uh, unfortunately, couldn't join us. He's the brains behind the operations. Uh, he was working till like 6 a.m. this morning. Um, but, you know, we've been growing. Uh, we we were delivering our golems, which is our, our physical toys that have an NFC chip that is uh, connected to it. And it's all one of ones. And uh, the Board Ape chess sets are are going out the door uh, this week and last week. So it's kind of cool getting, you know, the, the feedback and everyone loving it. And, you know, right now what we're doing is building. Uh, and, and that's one of the things like we're so excited to work with Bugatti and, and this really powerful Web2 brand and kind of like create a bridge between like Web2 and Web3. But more importantly, the bridge is like a two-way bridge where, you know, they can support the projects, whereas the projects can also support them. Um, so it's very collaborative. And uh, right now we've been kind of working with Bugatti to kind of work with the communities. So like, for instance, uh, you know, the, the plague or crypto goons, uh, we would kind of organize and coordinate you know, the, the luggages that will take the art from them, put a luggage, make it incredible, and then uh, do a, a giveaway. Uh, and speaking of which, we do have a giveaway later. So, uh, you know, I'll throw it back to you, Fruit. But, uh, you know, we, we've been having fun and, and you know what, just building and, and defying odds. So it's it's been a humbling experience. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm going through your account right now trying to see if I can pin anything uh, to put to the top. I mean, if you have anything you feel like pinning, by the way, please go right ahead because um, I want people to see it. Because you guys, now what's fun with a company like, you know, Bugatti Group coming into the space that you guys can like, Go ahead, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, like your 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 incentives and your initiatives to like market NFTs, so there are digital assets into the physical world. Because obviously, you guys are already. I think you sell across all major retailers. But God, I, I don't want to talk for you, speak for you on that front, but I'm pretty sure I've seen you like in WalMarts, uh, Macy's, like all the big ones, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, across all yep. America. Yeah, exactly. We're in pretty much all of the major retailers: WalMarts, uh, Best Buys, all of the you know big names that we see every day and so and so i've seen that and so i was curious to see how you guys wanted to bridge the gap i know you guys are trying to do some ape stuff i know you guys are trying to get other nfts uh you know on 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 your on your luggage and whatnot and be able to 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 market them so let's get right into it i mean let's talk about that let's talk about you guys you know uh entering web3 uh as a as an older like web1 brand and company and, and the ideas you had in mind i'm sure a lot of people can learn from that so maybe you want to introduce like you know, what you guys are planning to do in, in the space and, and your job that you got coming up in a few weeks. Sure thing. So I think we'll start here with uh, our initiatives on, on getting us uh, a few relationships into the space. So we have a few things going on now where, number one, we're going to a lot of projects and a lot of projects are coming to us and we have the ability to do custom one-of-ones. So what we're doing is we're collaborating with a lot of these projects. We're offering them some unique one-of-one -one products where they can give them away to their communities. Uh, you know, of course, we we always like to have long-term relationships. So we also have, you know, 
several phases, phase one, phase two, phase three, where we then lead into allow lists for our upcoming Genesis NFT project. We also offer projects portals where they um, where their holders can go and order their PFPs on the chosen product. Uh, so, so on that end, there's there's a lot of cool relationships being built. We're also working on another unique and very fun approach where there's a lot of uh, conversations going on in the space on, you know, bridging Web 2 to Web 3, but there's there's seemingly little from Web 3 to Web 2. So what we've done, we've uh, gratefully signed approximately 15 apes as licensed deals, very similar to what we do to, with Rolling Stones, with Reebok, with Blackpink, and so on. And now we have, uh, we're working on creating four unique, very unique designs with a few apes on them that we're going to bring into retail. We're going to start with a um, e-com launch, and we have plans to bring this at scale in floor on retailers. You know, when you look at NFTs, apes, and you know, and friends and other projects, you realize that the NFTs are very friendly. And when you think about it and you look at the retail space, when you walk into Walmart or other major um, retailers, you, you notice that there's a lot of back to school products that kids would love to have, you know, a couple apes on them. They're very friendly. So we're working on this whole uh, front end with that. Then if we uh, send into the Genesis NFT project, what we're building at Bugatti with our project is when we took the time to study the market and kind of understand the whole technology and this whole decentralized opportunity and how things work, we came to a conclusion that we wanted to build our NFT with the fundamental value of offering our holders value. So how we're doing that is each NFT, each Genesis NFT will act as a mint pass for all of our upcoming uh, drops. Now, all of our upcoming drops are going to be collaborative, very unique, very fun drops. On top of being, uh, you know, the NFTs and holding these unique one-of-ones, our NFTs are also attached to our physical goods, physical products, basically. So we're going digital. We're not just doing a uh, digital approach. We're really blending both worlds where your NFT basically acts as a receipt or proof of authentication for your physical product. Of course, there's, you know, other digital utilities. There's a lot more uh, coolness, you know, with the products. We're going 100% recycled materials. We're working with apple leather, cactus leather, which is very high-end leather in the re recycled world uh, for our gen Genesis drop. On top of all of these goodies, you know, we're also adding all the fun of having six rarities, blending mechanisms. We have five different products um, for the Genesis drop. And of course, they're claimable. So we hold uh, custody until you, the client or the holder decides to claim whichever said NFT. But that's a quick little uh, rundown on what we're doing. And uh, it's a very exciting time for us to be a part of the space. That's pretty cool. Uh, I like the quote that you kind of opened up with. Uh, a lot of people try to go from Web 2 to Web 3, and not a lot of people are trying to bring Web 3 to Web 2. And obviously, we talk about adoption, mass or not, but 
obviously one mass adoption in space um, into bringing Web3 uh, into the hands of Web2. And obviously there's a lot of IP. You know, obviously IP, IP, IP is a conversation that's been had, we've had a lot in 2021. Like a, most of the bullish case on a lot of the projects, well, we'll look at the IP, it's probably good, right? And so, you know, I'm sure kids or whatnot would love to go to school with like, I don't know, like a lot of these cute PFP bags, like, I don't know, doodles or cool cat and whatnot, right? They're cute and whatnot. So maybe people want to put this in like, you know, uh, use their IP in order to monetize it and, uh, and, and get it out there in stores, um, you know, apes, whatnot. So, I, and I know a lot of people like to rock their own PFPs into their, their whatever they're traveling with especially because a lot of traveling in the space uh, with all these conferences probably going to start picking up again at the end of the year and, and next year uh as usual it's pretty crazy so i like i like the idea of that and so um when you when you talk about you know uh licensing uh people's apes for example because i know you've already done it and you're already working on it the same way you you license the rolling stones uh ip on your luggage it's pretty cool it's just a bunch of like rolling stones logo on this luggage it's fun um and so how do you how do you approach that? So is there how do is how do people get to work with you guys in order to be able to license those uh, NFTs, or is there a way, or is that going to be you know you're going to enable that through your NFTs that you're selling and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. It's actually a very simple process. Um, it's it's a license contract where you agree to give us the the rights to your art for us to produce and sell, of course, and you monetize off uh, you know royalty percentage off gross sales. Um, from here, we, we take it to retail and we report to the owners all the time, uh, you know, of the art, of course. And we, we make sure that, you know, all designs are approved by the holders uh, or approved by, you know, the bands, for example, Rolling Stones. We work very close with, with everybody. We will have an opportunity uh, to answer your question. Uh, you know, we're expecting a lot of people to come to us and wanting to do this. So through our NFT, you will be able to have access to that opportunity. We're also working um, on another cool opportunity where we're matching a few different uh, sub-projects and we're matching them together to make a cool um, retail approach as well with that. So we're not just working with apes, we're working with everybody as it's a very friendly community or, or space. And uh, yeah. No, this is cool. Um, and obviously like something I'm interested in myself, I know Manda Ovi, like you guys were talking about like perhaps trying to do something with the apes and whatnot because like, you have a bunch, right? So how do you get these apes to maybe work for you while you're, while you're, you're holding them over a long you know, period of time, which I've been pretty cool. Do you think, so I have an honest question for you. Do you think that, you know, you've obviously dealt with a lot of retailers. This is what you do as a living and you guys are really good at it because obviously you're still around and running, what, 70 years later. Um, and so more than that, sorry, like 80 years later. Um, and so do you think that there will be this demand in, I guess Web two or whatever you want to call it in the mass market for these IPs that are being built in Web three. Absolutely, for two factors. Number one, it's very friendly, and you know, the, if you look at the nature of, um, you know, back to school, usually all of these folks buying these products are very, you know, active online, and in a very near reality, they're going to be very friendly with NFTs. So that's the first factor. But the second factor is also that we're, we're in negotiations right now with these big retailers where on top of, you know, this NFT space is all about utility. So on top of buying a product with a ape or a friend um, in the retail space, we're also discussing to add NFC technology where if you buy from the retailer, you know, said piece of luggage, you also get 5% off all future uh, purchases by owning this this unique product so there's there's 
definitely a big angle there. And we certainly think that this is going to be sooner than later a major bridge from Web3 to Web2. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. And so let's talk, I mean, I kind of want to get more into the details of like what you guys are, 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 are dropping, right? I don't think, do you guys have a, a drop date yet? Or is that still, um, you guys still working on that? We're aiming for uh, mid-October right now. Awesome. And so, and so obviously like, um, obviously I'm excited to see what we can do together in terms of like on the Rogue Reader side with the luggage and whatever and all these sets. Because I think, I like the designs you guys are, are coming up with. I saw the... I saw you post a lot on, on the main account. So do you want to talk maybe about, about what, you know, your Genesis Mint and what you guys are, are looking to do? Because obviously a lot of projects, like early on, it's funny. So early on, the utility of most projects is like, yeah, we'll work on this merch and we'll do this and that. And people were like selling hoodies and whatnot. So that's kind of a running joke in the space. But you guys like coming to the space and you selling NFT, you already have like everything. Like it's already all streamlined and there's everything, everything's already like kind of like, I mean, the goods are there, right? So it's already built and then you're trying to sell the NFT after the fact, uh, after the fact that you already have this, this company set up. So do you want to talk maybe about the different, um, the details of, of what you guys are going to be working on in October and like, you know, how, you know, what, you know, I kind of want to talk because when we talked on the phone prior to this spaces, I kind of liked how you had it set up in different, um, sorry, different categories, right? You have different rarities. And if you mint something, you get a different product and whatnot. But at the end of the day, all the mint uh, costs the same price and whatnot. Do you want to talk more in details of uh, how you guys are approaching it? I said, by the way, if you guys want to like, uh, you know, chime in anytime and talk more about this approach, I think it'd be pretty interesting for people to learn from it. Absolutely, absolutely. So the way we built our our collection is we spread it across six different um, rarities, right? Each rarity acts as a mint past for the future projects that is gifted, that is 100%. So the whole concept around that is that our future drops, we want to give it to our community before bringing it to the public and hopefully sell it out within you know, our community so that our community can benefit from, uh, from those collab- collaborative drops. On top of that, um, we have five different products. Uh, we have one that is going to be a crossbody, one that's a backpack. We have one that's a duffel, one that's a luggage carry-on, and one that's a paddleboard. If we start with the paddleboard, that's the mythic one. There's, it's the most rare, of course. Um, if you win that, for example, you're going to be able to go on a trip somewhere in the world. That's probably one of our you know, coolest and rarest uh, utility. But on top of that, all of our products, as I mentioned earlier, are going to be recycle-made. You can claim them in the physical world. Uh, the metadata on the NFT is going to change. Yet you you get to keep your NFT, of course. You're not burning anything for the physical goods. On top of that, each um, product is uh, it, it has a number from 1 to 100 or 2 from 500, etc., depending on which product we're talking about. On top of that, of course, as well, we have blending mechanisms where you can fuse certain NFTs to get a higher-ranked uh, rarity. We have more digital utility as well. For example, the Legendary will get grant you free NFTs from our next drops. Um, so so there's, there's this whole kind of uh, cool playground that we're building around the Genesis drop. But we consider really that our, our main utility is, of course, the physical goods. But on top of that, the mint pass for all the future drops. That's awesome. ISM, you want to chime in there? Yeah, I, I think one of the the real game changers, and and for uh, you kind of mentioned it, is that 
Bugatti Group already has the infrastructure to launch the luggages and the the structure is already there. And what's also even really cool is that they have those long lasting relationships with the various retailers, but also these mega brands like Blackpink and Rolling Stones. So part of the roadmap is when, you know, potentially a Blackpink back to school luggage comes out or a, a bag. And and that's probably one of the most rabid communities in the world. And, you know, I, like in terms of hype and, and just the only place that you can actually get said luggage or said bag is through the uh, Bugatti Group NFT. So it's almost like a mint pass for all these incredible initiatives. And, you know, to, to, to further um, support James in terms of what they're doing with luggages and NFC chips is going to really start changing the game because now the, the, the individuals are going to be able to purchase a bag or a luggage, but then they can scan it occasionally and get like a special discount or a special offer. Um, and we're even thinking potentially of doing like an NFT from the, you know, communities that we're working on. So like once the board apes kind of get in, uh, you know, there's secret alpha, I guess, uh, that, you know, there's going to be another community drop, uh, with some really cool communities that you may or may not have seen on our, our Bugatti and Ism toys feed. Um, and, and right now, like for us is like, any community that wants to get on board of this 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 train, like where there's an invitation, and, and we want to bridge, make that bridge stronger, and and make sure it's a, a two way bridge. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So I've seen you do. I know it's you. Most of these care about the Web two, Web three bridge collab with Bugatti in order to get them on like uh, branded products. So that's really cool. I know, Mando. I'm gonna go to you in a second regarding the licensing stuff because I know you could you want to ask a few questions regarding that, and. Um, and there's a lot of stuff there. So you guys are looking basically, cause it's good. You have the platform now, so you may as well use it to be honest. So you guys are looking for other projects to be able to like work with in order to slap their, their, their IPs on, on product. Right. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, oh, sorry, James, go ahead. Absolutely. I was going to reply with the same, uh, same word. So go ahead. <laughs> One of the things I find really cool about this whole initiative is that the timing is so good because there are a lot of projects that are, you know, they, they've done the hoodies, they've done, you know, even some of them have done toys with us, but now there's this extra utility of, you know, like an incredible like crossbody and a um a different component, like all these these different things that Bugatti does. And uh, Ricky has built like a portal that people can kind of order, let's say, like a Sappy Seals limited edition uh, crossbody, but then put their PFP on the other side. Um, so this utility kind of like invigorates a little bit, not to say that they needed invigoration, but it just adds that extra utility and it doesn't cost the community anything, right? Um, so it, it's it's very uh, attractive. And if anybody's interested, just DM uh, us or Bugatti and we'll hook you guys up. Okay, so I think this is cool, uh, and I, I genuinely mean that um, because we talk a lot in the space about different use cases of NFTs, and obviously not everything has to be like a PFP and whatnot, and the number goes up and you trade it, whatever. This is fun, of course, we like that, but like I like to see different like uh, mindsets, um, and I, I think you guys are approaching, which is also the reason why we uh, we were down for you guys to come on the show and work with us on this. But like, it's it's I think I like the process, the the way you're starting to think about this, and obviously like different use cases for NFTs also being able to 
put them out there and use the IP, either make money on the IP or just flex it out. You know, like just have it. Like I wouldn't mind having like a, I don't know, let's say, I don't know, like make a couple of suitcase runs with, with some of my IP on there because I travel a lot. And I think it's fun. Um, just not maybe uh, Mando and Ovi, maybe not put 71 apes on there unless you're trying to get kidnapped. But, you know, it's different. And then, um, but, but, but in general, I do appreciate the mindfulness and the thoughtfulness uh, that you guys are putting uh, into this. And uh, I know we were talking about doing a bunch of cool stuff with Rug Radio and some merch and whatnot. So we, 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 I, I'm excited to talk about this with you guys later down the line, especially as you guys say, you could not be able to allow holders of, of, of these IPs, of these communities, once you allow them through the Bugatti port and whatnot, to be able to also uh, use their, their NFTs and, and for, for IRL products. Mando, I know you wanted to maybe touch a little more on the licensing part of things. Yeah, it was just a simple question. Like, um, how have you done any market research into some of these communities? Like, how how Hot Board Apes doing versus other IP? Like, do, is there a next a next like a community you, you're looking at? You think that will work really well? I'm just I'm just interested to hear from like the on the market research standpoint, like how they're selling versus versus other products that you sell. Absolutely, it's actually not live yet into the uh, into the retail space. We're working on uh, the designs as we speak for the apes, so it, it's it's a little difficult to tell you exactly who's gonna do good, who's gonna do great. From our research, we're very strong on the back to school concept due to the fact that um, you know the 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 kids back going back to school are big spenders. So we're we're um, leaning more towards the projects that have a friendly uh, a friendly profile pictures. Um, yeah, I hope that answers the, the question. If not, maybe Ism can, can jump on or you can shoot, shoot me back. Yeah, I, I, like we, we've done, you know, like we kind of have been watching the space really in terms of like what's going on with IPs and, and how, you know, certain brands are doing things creatively. Um, but it, it, essentially what we're doing is is like creating a, a, a kid-friendly version, step two, after the apes get into retail. Um, and then basically like three to four, maybe five communities and a couple of sets of those. Um, that kind of like the art kind of blends in together and makes it kind of dynamic and kind of fun, right? Because the reality what will happen is if we as a community in the NFT space kind of unite and work together, um, this is going to make people in the Web2 space, like the retailers and the, the people purchasing, they'll start noticing it. So we're going to kind of like first come up with a really creative and good looking bag that can exist on the online and then eventually on the floors of retail and then, you know, support it. And, and that's kind of really the, the plan of, of how we want to launch this initiative. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to know, as as these these Web three brands mature, it's it's kind of how they're going to sell. It still feels as though the majority of um, buyers are going to be kind of children or, or like it's a, a younger market than I think the average age of the NFT collector right now. And it's just in, interesting to see like, like difference between where the IP is really going to be potentially sold to and the investor base. Um, but I agree. I, I do think kids, um, you know. And, and children's and maybe young adult stuff is going to be the stuff that sells the most. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just to build off of that is that, you know, the, 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 the Web2 community or the retailers, 
don't necessarily know who the doodles are or cool cats and, and things of that nature, especially even like the consumer um, at this stage. But our goal is to kind of like start that bridge and kind of build and, and, and kind of grow from there. And then eventually there'll be more market research and there'll be more kind of like use cases. And that's what's so, so incredible about, you know, what we've got. And maybe I'm a little biased, but Bugatti is kind of like supporting the Web3 community and kind of and using their partnerships as leverage to say, hey, you know what, you know, Walmart or Best Buy, whoever you are, put this luggage and let's do a beta test or let's do uh, uh, some samples or, you know, a couple of thousand releases and let's review. And that's what's so awesome. And then when that's successful, because you know, we all think the board apes will do well um, because luggage right now is just like Mattel DC and, and, and Hasbro, right? It's all um, the same shit. It's yeah. true. So now you're coming with something unique and cool and kind of like, Hey, that's kind of interesting. Right. And then, you know, it's kind of like stage by stage. And when we introduced the NFC with the chips, no retailer right now in terms of luggage is even considering that. And hopefully they're not listening to to steal this idea. But. I mean, they're gonna look at you do it, and they're gonna do it. But like the thing is, you guys are doing it approach. I again, like I repeat myself a lot, but it's just like I like that you guys are approaching it this way. And by the way, NFC chips related for anyone who's curious about those, we had Artifact on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the founders we had Zapsio explain exactly how the NFC chips and all that stuff works uh, because they're using similar technology for their for the, for the forging of the clones and whatnot. But obviously that has nothing to do with with luggage that we're talking about here, but similar technology. And so it's, it's integrated as well. I think it's cool. I think I like that. And, and I think you're right. Like, I think, Mando, you make a point, like the demographic, like I may not go out there and like buy a bunch of luggages and stuff that have cute stuff on them, but I would have, let's say, a doodle or a cat and then I would own it and then license it out to try and like, I'll just be on the business side of things and then license out and have it sold in, you know, whatever makes you take a luggage with like one of my cats on them and like sell it out, sell it there and trying to make an income from it. So I think it's interesting. Also, another point where you write Mando and Ism here, uh, you guys make good points. I remember Andrew Wang's tweet not long ago. He was like at the US Open or whatever. And like he was with a friend who had a board ape and he had the, his punk PFP. And then they were talking to this kid and the, the kid, there was like a young kid, like lost his shit when they saw the guy's board. He was like, oh my God, you have a board ape? Like it was, but I saw this tweet. I thought it was funny, but kind of like, like kind of like makes sense within like the conversation you guys are saying it's like you're gonna appeal to a younger crowd uh but the holders are maybe a different demographic but still i, I can see this like really work out like where people will go out there and like see something different because it's true like when i go yeah i mean um james here bugatti group you're gonna understand my reference but when i walk through like you know the eaton center or like montreal trust or like all these stores in montreal that have these like luggage stuff and i went not long ago it's like all like all the same, like as fifteen years ago. Like it's like it's like when I used to go back to school and like you pick your fucking backpack and whatnot. It was always the same damn IPs like everywhere, and I guess it's refreshing to see if perhaps these IPs could be the next ones. And maybe we were, and that'll prove either we were completely right about NFTs and what IPs were investing in this entire time, or we were completely wrong. But you guys are gonna, uh, you guys are gonna lead the way there to putting us in, in Costco and Walmart and Macy's and all these retailers and, and see and see which IPs um, uh, hit the most. Uh, I for one, I think uh, I'm excited. I don't I don't want to get ahead here and 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 of myself here announcement wise and everything. But I, I'm I'm hyped for people to see uh, the designs that you guys have been working on with our graphic designer in the back end uh, for for some stuff because I think it's fun. I think look at the end of the day, like. 
doesn't matter what company you're running in the space or whatnot. Like our goal as Web3 brands is to be out there the most and to, to try and catch as much attention as possible. And, and I think that there's some really cool stuff that can be, uh, that can be done using IP. I mean, we, we talk about it a lot. Like a lot of people make fun of, of NFT holders. Like, oh, you can't use your IP. You don't do this, you don't do this. But like we're early. So like now we're seeing like people like Bugatti Group like come in and like try to kind of bridge that gap. And like, <laughs> that's funny how we use that term. It makes me laugh every time. But like, and like try to get um, those IPs out there um you know in front of more people and i genuinely do think that like obviously we talk about board apes a lot so that's the leader uh when it comes to those i genuinely do think that these things would sell uh pretty well in 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 uh in the physical world i genuinely do think that they've seen it like even earlier when we're talking about that bloomberg article like they use a board ape at the front and like when you walk around new york like you still see like uh like signs and stuff board ape this board ape that i think john knopf sent me one in vegas the other day i was with a bunch of apes on like this thing they were selling some products so obviously like, it's working um and so i wouldn't be surprised i mean look like kids going back to school a little cool cat on the backpack like that shit is cute as shit like that i mean you know that could work out i don't know what you have to say about that but uh we could close up on that i think it's pretty cool and maybe you guys could tell us what to, to look up to uh in the coming weeks for for bugatti group absolutely so one one good thing to to note is that everything we're doing is, is limited edition. It's one time. Uh, we might have different editions. Yet one of once again, it's all one of one, one of ones, and it's it's happening once. It's not happening again. At least for the for this space, we might like um, like I said, it might be editions, but uh, we're keeping it very unique and exclusive. Things to look forward to is we do plan on having our Genesis Mint mid October, so we're a few weeks away. Uh, four or five weeks in front of us, um, we plan on on selling out our our supply. We're gonna have a supply of seven thousand seven hundred eighty units. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be making an announcement on the apes and what we have going on with the apes. We'll be going live with a few designs. We also have uh, our designs coming out for Rug Radio, which we'll make a cool announcement together. Very excited for that as well. Um, and our cool. Uh, gated portal coming up for for rug as well. So uh... that's the thing I'm the most excited about, by the way, the portal. Um, I think this is very smart what you guys are doing, which would allow holders of a certain community to go and slap their IP on different uh, physical, uh, you know, physical um, products. It, it, exactly, and it, it's user oh, friendly, it's and, you. and it's oh, you're back, you're back. Sorry, and... go ahead. No, no, we're good. No, I was just saying, like, the, the portals are uh, ready to go. We're launching a full set uh, this week. Um, so super excited about that. And uh, please follow Bugatti. Um, we'd love for everyone to kind of join us. We're going to be announcing some mega giveaways, uh, some mega floor sweeps, um, pretty much uh, <laughs> lots of exciting things. We're going to be inviting individuals to be ambassadors. So uh, the ambassador program, basically what we're doing is uh, rewarding individuals with like luggages uh, and having them kind of like spread the word, right? Because, you know, our dream is kind of like we want to go to the Toronto airport or or or, uh, or JFK and you want to see like a, a cool cat's luggage, a, a fame lady squad luggage, and then our little golems luggage like we we want to see the nfc a, nft community really like you know just show their colors a little bit so it's gonna be a new hoodie you know that joke when you go with a hoodie and you go oh nobody recognized me <laughs> now you're gonna have your suitcase and hopefully people are gonna recognize it from far away <laughs> exactly. it's fun there's a look do we travel 
we travel a lot in this space with, with all these conferences. So you know what? Like, hey, travel gear makes sense. I'm not going to lie. Like backpack, like computer bags. You know, obviously, we work, we live on our computers, right? Um, it makes a lot of sense to me. And so that's why it made sense for us to, to bring, um, to, to work with, with, and collab with Bugatti Group here and whatnot. Uh, and then to be able to, to do a bunch of stuff. I'm excited for people to see some design. I, I, I just sent them to Mando and Ovi so they can give me their thoughts. But it's, uh, I think it's really cool. And definitely you can expect some large giveaways uh, because we're definitely going to be looking into giving away like full sets and a bunch of dope stuff uh, to our audience and to our holders, uh, especially, of course. Uh, and so it's uh, it's really exciting. Definitely follow Bugatti Group. So it's B-U-G-A-T-T-I-G-R-P on Twitter. If you're listening on the other platforms, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and whatnot. Because we're literally everywhere. Amanda and I were going through it this morning. Um, wow. Are, are you Also, YouTube slaps uh, golden. The, the, it's clean. Just clean, right? It's not clickbait. It's just clean. But uh, but it's, <laughs> it, we're, we're out there. So this episode is going to be uploaded across all major platforms as usual by the end of the day. And uh, and it's obviously recorded here on Twitter Spaces. It's going to be shared around. Uh, Bugatti Group, I have some toys. Thank you for coming today. It was uh, I think it was a really good show. It was a really good uh, really good segment with y'all, and I uh, really appreciate you guys um, and what you're doing in the space. I think uh, I think it's gonna be fun, and uh, I don't think it's the last time people rugby video people are gonna hear from you guys. Awesome! Thank you so much. Thanks for all pleasure. We look forward to uh, continuing this relationship, and it was a pleasure to be on here with uh, the community. James, I'm gonna we're gonna work on some designs in the back end, and I'm gonna come see you next week. This week's gonna be tough, but you guys are not too far from my home, so I'm gonna come say what's up, and uh, we're gonna come see those uh, those. Lo- I love that you guys are in Montreal. Like, holy shit! Like, I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> I had no idea this entire time. Hey, ISM, I had a quick question. Did you guys mention the plague earlier? Yeah, uh, speak to their community manager. It'll it'll happen probably within the next week or so. We we're we're finalizing that deal. Yeah, so, just I'm getting ahead of themselves, but that's how it is on the show. You know, we leak, and so let's go. Don't worry, let's you're go. on brand. You're on brand. This is what GMNFTs does best. Uh, we get all the alpha out of people uh, before it's out. And so with that, <laughs> we'll see y'all tomorrow morning. I'm so hyped. Oh my god, uh, Tyler Hobbs, woo, the creator of the Fidenza, one of the biggest artists in space. Let's go. Coming on the show tomorrow. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GMNFTs on Rock Radio. Let's go. And I don't have my soundboard open. I messed it up. I Usually, I'm really good with this stuff, and it's not loading. Hold on. Give me a second. What's up? What's up? It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Uh, on this beautiful day, good morning NFTs, with Morocco, Seth, and Mando, got the alpha on Web3, and it's all on the Rock Radio, Radio. it's a beautiful day, to have a beautiful day, G-A-G-M, Rock Radio, let's go, see y'all tomorrow.